Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another episode of Young Talk with Tefila Amunah Sabayahu. So uh, today is another special occasion. Uh, I have a Koti and therapist, Kased Sarak, joining us, and we're going to be talking about distorted thoughts and common thinking errors. Now, this episode is going to be amazing, but it's a lot, right? So it's going to be a couple parts. So right now, this is just part one, because I want you all to grasp the fullness of what she's talking about, specifically for this first common thinking error. So we can get better when it comes to processing our thoughts and processing why certain thoughts come to mind at a certain time. Again, all honor and kabod to Adani Yahusha Mashiach Saba Yahuwah Infinite honors to Mamela King, double honors to Mamakayot, and double honors to Hagaber and all those within the nation. Honors and I love you to my Ish Mori Malak Abaya Sabiyahu. And of course, I want to say, and then also honors and thank you to Sarak for joining us this afternoon. Um, so hold tight, grab your notebooks. And let's chat. Hallelujah. Shalom, shalom to Philia. And honors unto you. Shalom to all the listeners on Yom Talk. As always, it's an honor and a privilege to come before the mighty men and women of the Most High Yahusha. Infinite honors to our Maleks, Malek Yahusha, and Malek Musha as well as our Malkas, infinite honors to you. Double honors to our Zakins and our Hagabira. And to the hundredfold family, honors to each and every one of you. On today, we will be discussing five common thinking mistakes that we make that ultimately distorts reality. What we say to ourselves in response to any particular situation that determines our moods, our feelings, and our behaviors. We don't want to wait until our thoughts manifest through maladaptive behaviors before we make a conscious effort to track and monitor our thoughts but we want to learn how to get to the root of harmful and destructive thought patterns that can place us in a negative mood and cause us to behave in the way that goes against the laws of Yahuwah. It is up to each and every one of us to take accountability for our thoughts and behaviors no one can make you feel anything no one can make you think anything we are the ones that allow access to negative interpretations of events we are the ones that choose to ruminate 
and replay negative interpretations and events over and over and over again in our mind. And ultimately, we are the ones that choose not to take these thoughts seriously. Are we entertaining wicked and evil imaginations, defiant thoughts towards our Malex or our Mushalim or even Yahuwah himself? Thoughts are not innocent or harmless, but every thought that we allow access to our mind comes with emotions attached. One reason why a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways is because one thought can contain a multitude of emotions and each emotion has an urge attached to it. Have you ever engaged in a behavior and you said to yourself, what was I thinking? Have you ever done something or behaved in a way and said, that's not like me? The reason why it's not like you is because it's not you. But when we allow certain thoughts, like an anger-inducing thought or a jealousy-inducing thought, an anxiety-inducing thought, when we allow it to gain access to our mind, we have a hard time controlling what those emotions do through us as it runs its course through our bodies. When we entertain anxiety-inducing thoughts, not just a thought, but immediately anxiety has access. It travels through your vagus nerve, which is a part of your nervous system. And this vagus nerve, known as the wanderer, is responsible for your heart rate. It controls the blinking of your eyelids. It regulates your breath rate. It constricts and dilates your blood vessels. The vagus nerve is also connected to your liver and kidneys, your digestive tract, your sweat glands. It produces saliva and tears. It dilates our pupils. It is also connected to our throat and our ears. So when a thought comes to mind that produces this emotion, this emotion now has access to main organs 
and arteries. It can now control your breathing. It can now make it difficult and hard for you to swallow. They're not just simply emotions. And the only way that emotions can access you is by you choosing to accept a thought. The word of Yahuwah, it admonishes us to guard our hearts and to take every thought captive and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of Yahuwah. That is what we say to ourselves in response to any situation that determines our moods and our feelings and ultimately our behaviors. So here are common thinking mistakes that the enemy uses to easily beset us, to rule us, to distract us, and take us off focus. The first mistake is known as catastrophizing. A cataclysmic thinker is someone who oftentimes asks themselves, what if? What if I break my leg? What if I'm not promoted? What if something horrible happens to my child or my loved ones? Mushal Kowal told us once that one of Hasatan's tactics is suggestions. When he brings a thought to your mind, especially a catastrophizing thought, it will first start off as a what if statement. And there are no limits to fertile catastrophic imagination. Even when things work out, even when you know the outcome, Hasatan will still come behind that with a what if it didn't work out. Catastrophizing, it relies heavily on individuals overestimating the odds of a bad outcome as well as underestimating their ability to cope with the situation should it befall you. So it's not just what if statements, but also Hasatan wants you to believe that if this event occurs, you will not be able to make it. You will be in a hopeless situation. Now, here are four essential steps that we can take to challenge catastrophizing and its power over our minds. In addressing and challenging catastrophizing, it tells us to identify the distorted thought. When you are identifying the distorted thought, I want you to actually say Hasatan's words as statements. 
because even though he's saying it as a what if or a suggestion he wants you to take it as a statement your mind takes these what if statements as facts there's no in between it takes imaginations as facts which is why immediately you'll feel and you'll have an urge to act. Thirdly, challenging the thought. You're now questioning the validity and the rationale behind that thought. Renounce and denounce those thoughts. Tell the flesh, tell Hasatan that he's a liar. Tell anxiety that the thought presented holds no merit. Between that past thought, for example, and what is taking place right here, right now. Ask, what was the purpose of this thought? Was this thought sent here to put me in a bad mood? Was this thought sent here for the purpose of causing me to feel depressed or anxious challenge these thoughts don't allow it to have access to your mind don't allow it entry into your mind because a thought can produce immediate emotions and lastly we can renew our mind by replacing those harmful thoughts with more realistic thoughts as the most high says in the book of philippians chapter 4 and 8 what sort of things are true we can now think on those things. Hallelujah. Taking the facts that were identified in step three and now letting that become the thought process. And please don't forget to renounce and denounce anything that was negative or goes against Yahuwah because we don't want that to linger or to manifest in our behaviors. Hallelujah. See, that was a lot to chew on, right? And that's just one common thinking error. If I were to play everything that she spoke about, you'll be overwhelmed. I know I was. So listen, she has five for us, but ultimately there's nine. Let's get through this one. Catastrophizing. How many of us do that? Fixate on the worst possible outcome and treat it as if it's likely even when it's not. And be honest with yourself. Because that's a cognitive distortion 
It also suggests that um, you deal with low self-esteem or fear. That's the root, some of the roots of everything being a catastrophe for you. Kind of goes back to the episode regarding true inconvenience or suffering, right? So I want you to tap in on these thoughts. And like Cassette said, just really think about why am I thinking this? Make the statement of the thought, renounce and denounce that thought, and then pour life into your thoughts. We're aiming for a higher frequency. So, this week, take a deep breath, assess your thought, find why this thought is not conducive, understand how this thought is damaging, because overall, your thoughts can damage your actual physical health, mental health. This season, we're going to conquer our minds. I'm not overwhelmed. I will not be panicked. I will not take on anxiety. I will not take on that doubt or that fear. I renounce all of those things. In the name of Yahushua Mashiach, because he's given me the authority to do so. In which ways have you catastrophized? Write it out and say love, say less. Shalom, Mishpaka. Until next time.